I'm Cape. And I'm Drew. We're just two former student athletes who understand the game. Not just on the court. But in life. At the end of the day, we just want to help. Today's athletes and former just trying to find their way. It's bigger than sports. This, this is the, the Cape, Cape and Drew Podcast. Podcast the, the Real, real TikTok. TikTok. First off, a great visit with Northern Arizona. So we just wanted to... Make sure we capture the moment. Make sure we capture what, what the visit entails. So this is episode five, Northern Arizona, you, you visit. Um, and uh, first of all, we just want to say that it was it was a pleasure and an honor to, to go talk to the student athletes there. Um, it was it was a long flight. <laughs> I, had, I had about what you have just two flights out there, right? I had two flights in like five delays. <laughs> I had two flights on the way out there, no delays, but I had three flights on the way back, man. And it was just kind of crucial, but it's all good, man. It was it was definitely worth it. I mean, we we went and came right back, didn't we? <laughs> yo, yo. Yo, yo. What's up, my guy? What's going on, man? Hey, we just we came right back, but it like I didn't even feel like when I got back to North Carolina, like Arizona felt like it was like three weeks ago. That's how fast the week, the week went by. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a great time, man. Like uh, like some different experiences just as far as flying in to Flagstaff. You know, they were telling us like the airport was gonna be small, and we got there and we were like, oh wow, like we we got out the plane on the runway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I remember just seeing, like, one security guard in the whole airport. And I was like, man. But, like, the good thing, that it was it was like, yeah, man, you could literally come 30 minutes before your flight. No problem. <laughs> yeah. And so you're not used to that because you used to big Raleigh Airport, man. I'm from Fayetteville, North Carolina. So I was like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm used to this. And then Columbia is the same. Our, our airport is real. It's not as small as Flagstaff. Flagstaff was literally, like, you walk in the door. You check in right there and you go through security like literally right there. I think they had like one little bar restaurant and that was it. So, um, but anyway, man, we, we had so much fun and the way this all came about, it was, you know, it's crazy. Like it hadn't even been a year since we kind of talked about the podcast and talked about some of our goals. But, you know, when I first, when we first started in our first recording and our first visit to North Carolina Central, we started like really pushing what we were doing. We believe in it so much. So we started just hitting up random people that were in the field, in the sports field on LinkedIn and just marketing and promoting what we got going on. And, you know, Tiffany Million, who is a grad student at Northern Arizona University, you know, we sent it to her just as we did about three, 400 people. And she wrote that wrote us back and was like, Oh my goodness, I love what you all are doing. This is great. I'm definitely going to listen. And we were like, cool. And um, she hit us back a few months later, basically, and was like, man, I love your pod. Like, you know, yeah. uh, and I can't remember everything she said, but make a long story a little bit shorter. She invited us to campus. And this was like last this was last semester. So fall 2019. And um, that's how it kind of came about. And that's why we were there. The crazy thing was like, you know, it's it's kind of like somebody telling you like how good you are but you're like you don't really believe it and it's like so she was like i want to have y'all on campus we were like all right <laughs> was she like serious or 
we just thought like, okay, we appreciate like appreciate appreciate you for listening. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> like the more we kept talking to her, we were like, oh, like yo, she's kind of serious. <laughs> yeah, you guys kind of like the episode of Martin when Tommy Davidson was like, you're gonna be in Hollywood, Hollywood anytime mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> yeah, because that's what we it was what we kept thinking because we were just like, you know, okay. We just didn't see. We were like, we were like Arizona. Mm-hmm. We can't get a school that's down the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you just you always just appreciate those type of opportunities. And like me and her and their whole team was just dope. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah, they seemed like they were really happy for us to be there. Like they wanted us there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they laid out the red carpet, man. I mean, they picked us up. Or Tiffany picked us up with uh, Daria um, from the mm-hmm. airport and. We went straight to the hotel and we met for lunch and a few more of our grad students and some colleagues of theirs and had a great conversation just about life, sports in general, education, uh, Flagstaff, where we're from, and just kind of connected the dots on a lot of stuff, man. So shout out to it, Tiffany it, and Ben Leon. What were you going to say, Drew? It literally felt like we was back like on our recruitment trips. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So, you know, having somebody pick you up, having like a little itinerary for you, yeah. you know, like you said, the restaurant, we felt like it was probably one of the, the better or best restaurant on campus. Like we walked in and it just smelled like heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just the conversations we were able to have with them, it felt like we were open and transparent with them. And it just seemed like they looked at us like, man, you're, you guys or what we want them to be and we try to talk them up to be and now seeing it the final product in front of us. <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good way of putting it, man, because I actually I mean, I didn't look at it that way. So until you just said that because the way they were treating us was like, Oh my goodness, like, you know, we aspire for our student athletes to to be like that. And probably more so for their male student athletes, I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to why, why, why I believe that, why we believe that here in a minute. But, um, you know, it was just cool. I mean, it was like a recruiting visit, man. <laughs> it really was. They, they like took really good care of us. And, um, you know, uh, shout out to Tiffany Million and, um, Melissa. I'm not even Melissa. You know who you are. I'm not even going to try to pronounce your last name. <laughs> um, we appreciate the both of you for, for having us, man. And, you know, so the day, let's just get right into the what the day looked like. Uh, so, Drew, we get there. Well, you got there before me. We get there and then we go have lunch and chop it up. And then we get we get to the building, the venue. And I, I got to say, one of the most craziest things, I got to mention it now. I know I was going to talk about it later, but the, those little robot lunch things we saw. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I posted it on my Instagram, my personal Instagram, but. Dog, that was the craziest thing that I've seen. So all the listeners out there, they had like these little robots on campus, little box, little robots on wheels. We probably saw, what, 50 of them? And we were just on Mm -hmm. one side of the campus. And what these things were was that they delivered food to students, man. Like they were like all over the place. And if you walked in front of them, they stopped. And so basically the way that we they, they told us it worked was that students through an app can order food. And the the little robot will meet them there based off of you know where they are their location pull up to the building and i guess they get notified when the the it's out there they get an alert and they come out there punching a code or something and their food is right there i mean it was like sorcery man really putting those uh those jimmy john's bike guys out of business (laughs) (laughs) right i mean i i just i can't believe how crazy technology is today and 
you know, they had a good explanation for it, like just talking about how campus was so spread out and, you know, some students need that kind of, you know, service because if they're on one side of campus and all of that. But I'm just like, my first thought was like, man, how lazy can people be? <laughs> uh, real time, I wasn't expecting Northern Arizona to be that big. No, me either. 29, they had 29, 30,000 students. Yeah, like, and like the campus was like beautiful. Like, I felt like I was like in the Aspens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just looked nice. Yeah. Um. So Loki, I don't know if you ever saw. You ever seen the movie Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, man, come on, man. You know I've seen that movie. <laughs> like the whole, the everything looked kind of like that town, just nice and like you know it was cold and it had snow, but everything looked so pretty. <laughs> everything was beautiful. It was cold as, and it was a different kind of cold too. I mean, it was mm-hmm. the mountains, but that joint hit. And then the elevation they were talking about. You yeah. know, one of one of the things that um that you know I kind of took away was the amount of professional athletes that have come there to train uh for their sport. I mean, they mentioned Serena. I mean, after they said Serena, I kind of like tapped out. I mean, I, I, I they said some other people, but they come there to train because the the elevation, like the air, is thinner, and um so by the time they go back to wherever they they're competing, it's easier. Their their lungs are in better shape. <laughs> yep. They were talking about how good the cross country team is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> so when they go to other venues, man, they like, man, y'all tired? This ain't nothing. We've been training in this elevation out here. So, um, but yeah, back to the day, man. So we we, we get there, we do the sound check, and you know, the student athletes are trickling in, and you know, we go right into. You know, a little icebreaker joint and, you know, feeling good vibes, man. I, I feel like the student athletes were really cool, really into it. We get right into our stories. And I don't know about you after that. I mean, I was proud of us too, man, because, I mean, I, I have no worries every time we link up, every time we get together to do this thing. We always talk. I'm like, I'm, I'm never nervous because, you know, I, I we're really just talking about our journey, our stories, and it's our truth. So it's no point in getting nervous. But then I like, I love how we feed off each other because it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like we validate each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It'd be, it's kind of funny too because when somebody they'll ask us, so you stay in South Carolina and you live in North Carolina. Like, how do you guys like just yeah. do this? Yeah. It's like, man, yep. I feel. Like told people we know each other like 15 17 years like 50 times because they were just all like that's just so crazy how y'all do this yeah and i and i'll be like it's magic too you know what i'm saying we can't we can't we can't, <laughs> we can't give you all our secrets but it's magic mm. but um but yeah man the day was just really cool so after our keynote that would last for about 30 minutes and then you know we had these breakout sessions and they were in smaller groups smaller intimate groups because they basically color coded the groups uh, I think they broke them out into four groups. Um, how many student athletes would you say was there? About two hundred, maybe. Yeah, because it seemed like it, at each session it was at least like what twenty five, fifty. I would say about fifty in each session. To me, I and some groups were smaller than others, but I love the smaller groups, man. That was more of an intimate discussion and more of a like. So what's up, guys? Like, hey, you know, how many, how many freshmen? How many sophomores? How many juniors? How many seniors? Like, what's the What's the move? How y'all feeling? It was that kind of vibe. And I feel like I love how you asked that question at the beginning. <laughs> uh, that was funny. I was definitely uh, nervous going into the whole breakout sessions part. I just didn't know how it, how it was going to be, how it would look. Mm-hmm. But it actually, I felt like the breakout sessions felt more, I guess, intimate. Yeah. You know, because 
just had we it was like a we had an agenda but it was like a set off an open dialogue with some of the students and so kind of allowed them to kind of discuss some of the things that's like on their mind or what they're going through mm-hmm. and i think one of the like specific things like we touched on was basically like that, that transfer portal mm-hmm. portal and we kind of mentioned like you know it's not necessarily about the lack of playing time that you're getting or you know you're frustrated but uh just how do you feel like if you left <laughs> with coaches care <laughs> and it was crazy because we actually had a student hit us up you know after it was like you know i've been kind of going through that same thing and discussed it with my coaches and they, you know da, 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 and it was just good it was like yeah because it wasn't like we were trying to you know talk down about any type of athletic or their experience or their coaches it was just like all about like that emotional feeling that you get yeah and one of the things that you said that you went to the bottom of the ocean on was you were like you know how many of y'all you know as far as well you know y'all's coaches you know they're going to be here and you got a, you got a relationship with your coaches, but I mean, how many of y'all have the same relationship with the the staff around here or the faculty? And he's like, you was like, my point is y'all think y'all coaches going to be here in Northern Arizona, you for the next five, 10 years, maybe, but maybe not because they're trying to, they're trying to reach their like goals too. And their goals could be like Texas university or Carolina or USC. I mean, and so, you know, I thought that was really cool because you don't think you think that your your coach is all you need to impress. When you're in college, you like coach call them picking up on the first ring or if they mm-hmm. need anything or da, 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 da. and you got them to really think that, yo, you need to be like that with like Tiffany, Melissa, mm-hmm. uh, your faculty, because you told your story about how, you know, you were uh, it was a faculty member that, you know, or staff member that ended up helping you. When you need, when you needed the most, it was never a coach. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was so funny because uh, we were talking just about you know that coaching stuff, and I was like, you know, that's a work cell that y'all got <laughs> that number, and uh, we were like, I was like, man, some of y'all can't really get in touch with them now. <laughs> no, we we couldn't. We had to make appointments yeah. with our coach. And I asked them. I said, um, you know, how, when I was like, how often do y'all get? They were like, y'all, y'all treat Tiffany the same way. Uh, they were like, I mean, you know, I, I get back to it eventually. <laughs> yeah. It was just, you know, they, I mean, they were honest, but they kind of were able to look at things like through a different lens. Like, yeah. dang, oh, I mean, shoot, coach really ain't trying to no. be here in 10 years. <laughs> no, and Tiffany, Tiffany, I mean, really, Melissa, Tiffany, the, those grad assistants, all those people that were at lunch with us, they're like in their low 20s, young 20s, mid 20s, and um, or just still still progressing in this profession. And I'm like, dude, it's kind of like Sophia was for us. Sophia Wright was our academic advisor. Now she's running the entire, you know, program at VCU. And so she's more inclined or more in a position to, to assist or help the former student athletes. I mean, like us, if we needed her to. Um, but it's not the coaches. I mean, to your point, I don't talk to any of my coaches since we since the playing days, not high school, you know, mm-hmm. college. And so but I'm more I'm more in tune with certain staff members, um, not many, but still certain staff members that I came in, in contact with in my in my playing days. So that was such a good point because they're they're just I, I know that role like coach, you know, I do anything for them. But then any of the other relationships you have with anybody it's, it's really no relationship you you no relationship. You, you don't even want to see them 
you had the feeling of I can remember at VCU if coach called out of like, oh like nervous like it was the it was the pretty girl class just randomly calling you versus like if an advisor called me especially at like seven eight at night I'm like man what the what do they want right <laughs> get mad <laughs> but it's just so crazy how that like once you kind of flip that switch, man, how just things really open up for you. Yeah. And so all the student athletes out there, man, just know that, you know, you, you never know how life can just, you know, turn, man. You know, you need to be kind. I mean, I think that's one thing we both touched on while we were there is like, be kind to everybody, be respectful, uh, have show some personality, you know, be positive because, you know, those people want to help you anyway. But they, they, it'll go beyond your your time there. They'll they they'll they're going to be in positions like Tiffany might be an AD one day. I, I, there's like a couple of things that you know I wish we could have touched on more, but mm-hmm. not necessarily like I forgot about. It. I started thinking about it now, and now I man, I always we always talk about the athletic identity. I know one thing I want to remember at our next speaking engagement is like how do you know the student athletes perceive themselves, right? Like I always think of like you know how would you introduce yourself in a class but now i want to think think about like okay you all have social media like if you just take a quick glimpse at your social media what do you what does it say about you mm. like if it's all about your sport and that's who you are <laughs> like drew hooper boom global boom <laughs> come see me pro and i was like that is that how you want to be like proceed or like what's that what's your brand kind of yeah and so that's I want to touch on like student athletes moving forward. That's a good point because most of them, even because a lot of the guys that ended up following us afterwards, they do got like the little hooper or I get buckets kind of, <laughs> or or some of them just got their names. But it's funny, we you know we follow some student athletes across the country and it's, they got their sport included in their little handle mm. name, and which is cool. I probably would have did the same thing, Alyssa. You know, whatever. I mean, you never know. So, um, you know, that was that was cool. That one guy. One guy pulled me to a side uh, afterwards um, and was talking about an opportunity. And he was talking about that internship opportunity. And he was like, you know, I got an opportunity. My mother really wants me to do it. It's with some state law representatives or some 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 people in the political field in, in northern Arizona. And um, he was like, it doesn't align with my major, but she thinks I should do it. What do you think? And I was just like, man, absolutely. Like, I mean, I said, what else you got to do? And he just kind of laughed. And I said, man, you never know with that opportunity. You could be going there to meet with him that might, and he might connect you to somebody in the opportunity or in the field that you want to, that you want to go into. And I said, you don't, you never know, you know what it is, but see that it got me thinking deeper, like people in general, not just student athletes, if they don't see how an experience is going to, you know, affect them or, or, or if they're going to get something out of it, they won't do it. Especially guys, you know, we, we, I got to say that immediate benefit, right? Immediate (laughs) gratification and benefit. If I do this, what am I going to get out of it? And sometimes you can't see what you're going to get out of it. Sometimes you just need to experience stuff and then see what happens. Man. Like you just said, like a lot of times now I, I do things, I'm not even expecting anything out of that. I'm I'm expecting that that whole six degrees of separation thing. Like I might meet somebody in there that knows somebody from somewhere else. <laughs> and so that be like the thing that kind of really kind of and that which that intrigues me the most about certain things too. Like I'm not like this is cool, but I'm gonna see who I can meet here that has these different channels or pulls it elsewhere. Yes. And I think when you're young, man, you just you think right in that moment, like oh 
God, this don't even have nothing to do with my major. Right. <laughs> so it's hard for you to see past what's right in front of you. Yeah. Or this don't have nothing to do with my sport. Like, why am I doing this? And mm-hmm. I mean, my message to him and to any listeners out there, man, I, I've been blessed and rewarded. And because of situations that going into it, I had no, I mean, that wasn't even the goal is to get something. I was just me being present, me being in the right Mm -hmm. place, right time, what didn't see it coming. And to be honest with you, sometimes I didn't, I didn't want to be there, but that's when the blessing came. Somebody came up to me or I got, or, or, or not even, it was a individual. It was just something I heard, I internalized, and then I put it into action. Um, Mm -hmm. And so like just go man put yourself out there you know especially when you're young man you ain't got nothing to do i told that man you what you got to do you you you, you getting ready for the grammys what's happening <laughs> it's just a good it's just a good question to your point just to get them to think like you're like whatever your name is even on social media that's it's still a part of or a lot of who you think of yourself yep Man. So um yeah man that that would that would be a great uh point. <laughs> you remember when we were there what they so we talk about the things that stood out is when uh I asked them about, you know, what did they be doing and of course we knew social media but then <laughs> they were talking about playing video games and I stood oh, up and yeah. I was like, "Man, you got to be kidding me." Like and, and, you know, <laughs> we 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 played video games back in the day, man, but these today, man, these these games are so sophisticated where you can get locked in for hours and hours and hours and you know it's like a whole nother world so I I, told them man that. we used to get on the sticks after practice that was kind of like we we needed that a little bit just like a quick like a de-stressor kind of thing like because yes I, I know like even after we got done playing we even if i lost on one i felt so much better than i did leaving practice <laughs> yes dog i mean it was just a time for us to kind of just shoot the you know what mm-hmm. and you know I, but i never felt consumed by it though. oh yeah nah nah I, I never felt like like come on man one more game and i got class you know what nah. i'm saying like you know let me escape reality and go into this world <laughs> nah it wasn't because you know these games like Fortnite and mm-hmm. you know all these other games i don't even know but they like you competing against people across the country across the world and so uh you know, I, I just thought it was interesting that because you, you can find yourself wasting a lot of time <laughs> playing games because that stuff don't even matter ultimately. Yeah, but I we do we, we, we did we were really impressed by the student athletes um you know being so engaged, man. One of the guys was so funny and I know you kept using it because I think the guy said it in the first session was when we asked uh you know, what's next after college? Has anybody thought about that? Like, what's your passion? What's this <laughs> you got going on? But he said, you know, and you know, you know, students, they, they warm up to you. They don't want to talk at first. And so it was like a little quiet moment. And what guy said, yeah, for me, it's go pro or go broke. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so crazy because he had, he was kind of sitting back with his arms folded. <laughs> mm-hmm. and he was like, man, and he reminded me like Baker Mayfield, kind of like he had that look about him. He's like, yeah. And go pro, go broke. <laughs> and we just kind of looked at each other like, huh, we're not even mad because honestly, we probably we were thinking the same thing. We were in school, right? It was yes. Like, so we kind of admired his honesty. And then I always think now, too, like another thing I was always thinking about, like, okay, I, I hear you. But I'm curious to see, like, if guys want to go pro because the actual, like, the love of that sport or... <laughs> the lifestyle that it brings 
or because that's just all they know. <laughs> I, I think it's a combination of all three. I mean, remember we asked them, I said, what if what if the lifestyle and the money didn't come with playing pro? Would you still? And most of them was like, no, because the money is the the you know the sexy part about it i mean mm-hmm. who are we kidding if you if if a pro athletes made what teachers made and teachers made what athletes made there'd be yeah. more people wanting to be teachers <laughs> yeah yeah i wish too man we could, i wish we could have kind of broke it down to like okay bet what if i told you right that you could have maybe a quarter of a lifestyle that the pro athlete has and i like and i'm thinking like man you don't need all that money, right? You can't even spend all of that. And that's not even a reality, right? And I'll be thinking like, if you look at us, right? Uh, I mean, it's, this isn't a bad life <laughs> as far as like, I was like, no, we don't have a yacht, but we don't even want a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one of those things like, you know, some of that is just like ridiculous. Yes. But, you know, you could have a good life without being that pro athlete right and you can have a good lifestyle without having a pro athlete lifestyle <laughs> that's right because you remember we asked them i mean that's such a good point we asked them like you know what's your passion and buddy said fishing and then mm-hmm. but another guy said real estate another guy said something else and we like look man like on espn3 man people are fishing making a killing competing real estate that's always booming you know what i mean whatever else buddy said like like whatever your passion is you can get coins out of it. It doesn't have to be sports because I look at our lifestyle and we're not millionaires, but, you know, bills are paid. We got some savings going. We got things in order. You know, we're providing, you know, I, I'm, you know, if I want to take a trip, I could take a trip yeah. and on somebody else's boat or yacht, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's, it's not a, it's not a bad lifestyle. And I think that's what, you know, they, that's the energy we, I think they got from us the most, man, to be honest with you. That's just like when those guys came up to us afterwards asking us about where we got our suits from. I mean, mm-hmm. little little things like that, because I think they're thinking the only way to live a certain lifestyle is if I got to make it pro. Yeah. It's yeah. not the case. It's just not the case. I, I feel like, too, man, that's, that's, that's that'd be the part. That'd be the thing. Like, you know how, you know, you go into a new court to hoop. Mm-hmm. You kind of like oh, a little nervous, but when you realize you get out there, it's the court still ninety four feet, the rim still ten feet, and that's what I think about us. Like I be getting nervous, but then it, when, once I'm there, I'm like oh, they have not seen two black males who literally fit to the T of what these advisors are trying to tell them to do. Because when the advisors are telling them that, it seems like corny and just. Like man, like Poindexterish, <laughs> like. But yeah. then when they see us, they're like, "Yo, y'all look kind of cool though." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, or or Drew, it's like y'all look cool, and you look happy. Yeah. Yep. You don't look like stressed. You don't look like worried. Like you look like life is good. <laughs> life is good, man. And that's and I mean, I love how at the beginning, every time we go speak, we just kill the elephant in the room. Like, yo, we're not here to tell you not going pro because we tell them we like we ain't seen none of y'all play. We ain't seen none of y'all compete. How we gonna tell y'all y'all not gonna go pro? Like, we don't know y'all. I mean, we met a, we met a dude in one of the sessions. They were talking about he's going. He's he's trying for the Olympics this year. Yep. And and he was serious. He was the number one cross country person in the country. The nicest guy. <laughs> the nicest guy. He was the nicest guy in the room, right? He was so humble about it. And people were like, "Yeah, he's like you can look him up. You can. He's number one in the country." We were so like, that "What?" Was, that was dope, man. Just that whole 
when they're like they don't they really don't get to see people like especially at, at that university because we started looking around like how many black male professionals did we see outside of the coach none i don't i don't think we saw any Mm-mm. yeah and not any. to say and not to say that they they don't they're not there we haven't checked their staff director because when when we, this is no shade or no trying to make a point but it's just it's what it is man and i think that's why the the some of the the two basketball players at the end or actually it was like four or five of them i think and it's just what it is man i mean you gravitate to what you see and what what, what makes you mm-hmm. feel comfortable and a lot of athletes student athletes they're coming from and it's not my opinion it's facts they, they they're coming from middle class to low income situations and so if they go to a pwi there's no representation for them mm-hmm. and then here you got two black dudes walking in that's lived a life and mm-hmm. you know come out came out clean on the other side despite all the odds and and are educated and you know somewhat you know still in pretty decent shape and got on look like we took a shower that day got on nice suits <laughs> and, and could put sentences together i think it's just a draw man and um because i'm always like look and I told them this, like, I mean, how many things did we have like that when we were in college? How many events did we oh, have like that? I don't ever remember doing anything like that. I had, we had some people maybe come talk to us, but it would be after like a workout. <laughs> and <laughs> and we, it, that same thing like they were talking to us, like they were kind of like talking down to us. Yes, man. <laughs> like, you're not going to make it pro. I mean, so, yeah. so what, do you, what do you mean? You go, you, you go, I mean, you know, yelling at you think us. You, you think you work hard? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's just that never feels good, man. He did, you know. So we we try to take the approach like, look, we're not here to tell you what to do. We're trying to tell you what you can do, and that's basically be more than you ever could imagine. And if you would just tap into, I mean, we really stress, especially to the football guys. I know I stress that a lot, man. Like, yo, y'all are literally putting your life on the line every day, every Saturday, especially. You mean to tell me you can't push through an assignment? Think about this, like okay, y'all. How many people did we see on crutches and braces? Oh my god! <laughs> Didn't we see like we saw like, at least five or six, man? And I was like, "This is what you ought to do, like man." I mean, I wake up a little sore, but I ain't got no, I got no roadmaps on my legs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I don't need no surgeries. Like, shoot, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that, man. I mean, and I mean, guys are so locked in on that whole culture of. I mean, even the even dude that had, I think he said he tore his MCL towards the end of this football season. And I said, when are you going to be back? He was like, because I'm thinking, like, you're going to be out a year, right? He was like, no, nah, I'll be back for spring football. I said, you sure? He was like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see what the doctor said. But, you know, I, I just know I'm going to be out there. And I'm just, like, looking at him like, dude. And I told him, I said, man, take your time, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Take your time. Get, get to 100%. I said, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, this might be a time for you just to chill, you know, analyze the game, look at it from a – a more like, you know, outside the game perspective so you can mm-hmm. learn more mm-hmm. about your position in the game. And, you know, he's kind of looking at me like, nah, dude, <laughs> I'm going to be out there. Because we understand, we, and that's why we like, all right, we just want to be that supportive, right. uh, that buffer of support. Because when we were in school, if we got hurt, we was trying to come back two, three days. Like, yo, I got it because it wasn't like, oh, I just love it so much. It was like, man, shoot, 
Buddy's getting better. Yeah. So I gotta try to get back. <laughs> you, be, you be looking like dang BA, Jesse, Cootley, mm-hmm. uh uh Doze, man. They had a they had some really co- good couple days in a row. <laughs> we'll look we're looking at them like yo, Dave's get a new max with the world. <laughs> back in the weight room oh it was crazy man so what i tell you man my favorite part though well let me back up so at the end of our presentation end of the day we 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 closed it out with some closing remarks and you know we um we we showed a kobe uh video we we did a kobe uh video tribute and it's the video where he's talking about you know i guess he couldn't make some event he was supposed to go to and he said he's sorry he couldn't make it today and but I just want to encourage you to find your passion and, you know, do what you love to do. Be happy. He talks about how his, one of his counselors in high school told him he couldn't make it pro. And he used that to, to propel him and motivate him. And and so I thought it was a perfect closeout to the day, obviously, because of the timing. You know, he just passed a couple of weeks ago and he's still on our hearts for sure. And, um, you know, it's it was just cool to to show that and then like tell us tell them how we we like y'all only know like the 2010 2015 kobe we know the the kobe that took brandy to the prom you know what i'm saying the first nappy fro kobe like you know (laughs) august (laughs) yeah yeah so i just thought that was a nice touch and um you know, hopefully they took a, a lot from that because we, I mean, I watch that video like once or twice a day, man, just because I, it's almost like it's feeding my soul because I still don't want to ex- accept mm-hmm. the fact that 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 happened. But um, but yeah, the best part to me of the of the night was at the end, man, when yeah, when four or five guys and, and, you know, we took we took several pictures, but it was like four or five guys from the basketball team came up to us and chopped it up with us for like, what'd you say? 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. About just life and about, we were laughing, we were joking. And I only say that was my favorite part was because uh, a couple of reasons, but the main reason is, is selfishly is because if we weren't like connecting to them, like if we weren't Mm -hmm. like, if, if they didn't really vibe with us throughout the day, they would not have spent that much time, Yep. Chopping yep. it up with us. Oh, that was that like you said, that was my favorite part too, man. One, you know, we're you know, former hoopers, so we're biased a little bit mm-hmm. towards basketball guys. Sure. Just like we can relate. We know what they're doing, we know exactly what's going on. Right. And so I you know, prior to coming to the university, I had looked up the basketball team, yeah. who was some of the guys looked like. Me too. And so I saw them, right? And I we were like I was nervous at first because I was like, Man, you always kind of want their approval so to say yeah. and so at first i was like man they were kind of it looked like they had just came in from a long practice so they were like tired kind of a little sluggish i was like man dang they ain't really rocking with us but as soon as it ended i'm like you know getting my stuff together and i see a few over there see and i'm like okay i mean they're just saying what's up but man we talked for like like you said like 30 40 minutes not even a not even an awkward moment a dead moment no. like laughing just different stories and you know just to see that person their personality man that'd be the dopest part because you know they're when you're talking they're kind of sitting there listening but when you actually get to engage with them it'd be the funniest thing the funniest (laughs) stuff man because we just like we see so much especially like you said the hoopers man we always gonna have a softer spot for basketball that's just what it is Mm -hmm. but like just to sit there talk to them talk about their majors talk about life talk about like the meal plans or how they live mm-hmm. in, you know, they had a big game on Thursday. So we were there Tuesday, but they had a big game on Thursday. 
and talking about those emotions. Like, we got to get this one. You know, it's a rivalry <laughs> game. And I know they got a big game today, too. But just those conversations, man, and, and then them asking us about our suits, you know, how we get the suits, <laughs> man, and we put them on to our plug with the, with the website yeah, yeah. joint. You know, you know, just baby steps, right? You know, you get this, go to this website, get this suit, right? It's nice, get it tailored. You can mess it up. You can wear it to the club, all of that. All of that. <laughs> all of that. And then you graduate to men's, men's warehouse. You know what I'm saying? Man, you, yeah. put more, you put a little more detail into it. Yes, man. That is like the best part to connect and kind of put them on game like that. Because that ain't about, it, it, that wasn't in the presentation. That was just us oh. vibing and talking about. And then you and old boy had to connect from Raleigh, from North Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he, um... He knew one of the guys that used to hoop at Central because he was from Miami. Gotcha. And so, you know, just talking about, like, the pro-am there because, you know, we still follow, like, Baller's life. And so we see all those highlights and yep. being able to have that, like, conversation with him. He was like, oh, man, I be in that league. I be playing that league. Yeah, man. And so, you know, just having those little connections because, like you said, that, that 60 degree of separation thing is real. <laughs> and so oh, him and I just talking back and forth, we knew two, three same mutual people. Just that and, quick. Yeah, just that quick. And it was something else, man, that really stood out to me. Oh, and so you know how you're, you can sometimes you be in those spaces and you have a guy talk to you. When we were athletes, like, hey, man, y'all better get you a backup plan because it ain't looking good. <laughs> we didn't even say none of that. The, the craziest thing that we said that probably stood out the most was like, you know what? When we were at VCU, man, we used to work that top 100 camp. And we would see guys like Grant, Mayo, Greg Oden, Daniel Gibson coming there, and Randy honestly, we were in high school, and they were, and we were like sophomores and juniors, and they were better than us. <laughs> <laughs> that was so humbling. Yeah, dog. See their look on their face was like, "Dang, okay, okay," because it wasn't like we were telling them, "So, hey, you better tighten up." <laughs> no, we were telling them real life, like, "Yo, we just there working the sport, the, the clocks." And mm-hmm. we seeing Ty Lawson, Billy, uh, forget Billy's name. What's Billy? What was Billy's name? Play with uh, OJ? Billy, Billy Walker. Billy Walker, animal. I mean, just guys like Kevin Love. And we're just thinking like these dudes are in 9th, 10th grade and we're four or five years older than them and they could like murder us right now. <laughs> we were looking like, why are they bigger than us? I know. Why are they <laughs> faster? Why can they get buckets so easy? I mean, it was. It was crazy, and uh, I mean that's such a good point because they were looking like, oh wow, and we were just—it was our truths, though. It was—it's mm-hmm. really what it was. And I, I remember too when we were talking to him, I was looking at Tiffany, our host, because I was like, do we need to go? Because she was driving, and she was like, no, please keep talking oh, yeah. to them. Like, no, please keep engaging with them. It's so hard. Like, and she told mm-hmm. us later on that night, like it was—it's so hard to keep those guys engaged. So they were like so happy that they stuck around um, to talk to us. And that's that be that 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 stood out to me, man. And it, and it doesn't make you mad, but it kind of gets you to that like that that kind of that mindset to where it's like, man, no, y'all aren't gonna be able to relate to them. You know why? Because <laughs> y'all, I mean, one, they're guys, they're black males. Mm-hmm. There are no black males here, yeah. and then it's like they gotta be able. We're, like you said, we're, we're visual creatures. I gotta be able to look at you. And not necessarily like I want to be exactly like you, but I got to be able to respect what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's just the facts. I mean, you know, I, I, I know that everybody in their program is is doing a great job. Mm-hmm. And I know Tiffany, Melissa, they're doing a beautiful job there. But at the end of the day, not just that university, other universities we've, we've gone towards, spaces we've been in, we're just like, where's the representation? Um, mm-hmm. And I always say it's a great opportunity for 
institutions to hire former athletes, their own former athletes, in, in positions where they can help the next generation come through. I yep. mean, as student development coordinators and, and the pipeline is that you hire the former student athletes to work there and then get them in line with, you know, uh, the grad, the, uh, a grad school mm-hmm. situation um, and keep that pipeline going. And what you do is you, 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 you're giving back, you're helping the next generation. Um, but, and I understand the world is so competitive. You got people out here that's like got all the credentials and the GPAs and all of that. But I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, big picture Man. wise. I just look at like the, the, the diversity can't come by there when they see other black males and just the coaching, just the coaching staff. No. Cause like it's, it's, it, yeah, it's cool, but if we want them to like, aspire to do other things we have to show them other people who are doing other things <laughs> yeah like it can't just be the only people of color they see is their coaches or yeah. entertainers or pro athletes like mm-hmm. they're you know and so i mean yeah we're visual creatures man and so it's and, and i just i I'm, I'm saying this to every university like we we, we got to tighten up man it's just as a collective man on on hiring hiring people that are are of course we got to have the credentials too and part of that is mm-hmm. on on us but when we have the credentials like give us a real look see man don't just hire somebody internally because you know you know they mom or you know i mean you know do some like real you know not even favors just just look mm-hmm. to see what what you need in your department and if representation is what you need do that um it'll help out a lot but you know shout out to you know, Cameron Satterwhite, Brooks, this, the bitch chop. I think that's how you say your name, big mm-hmm. dog. Bernie, Andre, Chris Bolin. And yeah, the assistant basketball coach, Justin McClain, who stayed too, man. Or he, 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 you know, had some good vibes with his two, man. He was really cool. So uh, shout out to all y'all guys, man. All the student athletes that were there that came up to us specifically and asked questions and talked to us and, the young lady that sent us an email talking about her situation. I, I, we certainly hope all is well your way. Uh, and so, yeah, man, we, um, we, we appreciate Northern Arizona, man. Yeah. We, we appreciate y'all having us. It was, it was definitely a good time. Definitely a good time, man. You know, that, that cold, man, gives you a chance to layer up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You was out there with the, what's the hat called? What's the hat? Fedora. Oh, the fedora. <laughs> you look like Gambit. <laughs> look like a, look like a Mississippi pimp. But you got a lot. You got a lot of love, though. Respect, respect, respect. <laughs> so, but yeah, man. Uh, we'll 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 catch everybody next time. We look forward to to keep visiting some great universities out here. And uh, yeah, man. I'm Kate. I'm Drew. Catch y'all next time.